keep opening my Bible to the same place, and I'm not liking what I'm reading. Hey everybody, welcome to Word of Freedom Podcast. I'm Chris, my wife Mary. Hello. If you've been listening to us on the podcast, or if you've been listening to us on the YouTube channel, we thank you. Um, This is possibly our first video (laughs) podcast. Yes. So pray for my wife. She's a little nervous. I just don't feel the need to stand up in front of everybody and talk. <laughs> you're not standing. You're standing in front of I me. I am standing in front of you. We are standing before the yes. Lord and we are standing before each other. Yes, yes. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <clears throat> Pray. Amen. Go ahead. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for this wonderful time that you've allotted us to come together along with all of the supplies that you've you've allowed us to receive to be able to come together to hear what you have to say and to share with whoever you bring to listen. Mm-hmm. Lord, this is about you. This is about your body. This is about us growing together as your bride whom you are coming to receive. Lord, so may the words that come out of our mouth magnify and glorify you in and through every word. Lord, it is your word that does not return void to you. So we pray, God, come and do what only you can do. Mm. As we give you all glory, all honor, and all praise, today, tomorrow, and forevermore, (laughs) by Jesus, the name above all names. Amen. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. So you were looking in your Bible, and you keep coming to the same thing. Yeah. What is yeah. it? Yeah, it's Ezekiel. Okay, you said Ezekiel, I think you said like 14 or what yeah. did you say? Um, well, it goes to 1412, and I started just reading through down to 23. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send famine on it, and cut off man and beast from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord God. If I cause wild beasts to pass through the land and they empty it and make it so desolate that no man may pass through because of the beasts, even though these three men were in it, As I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, only they would be delivered and the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land and say, sword, go through the land, and I cut off man and beast from it. Even though these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but only they themselves would be delivered. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury on it in blood, And cut off from it man and beast. Even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. For thus says the Lord God, how much more it shall be when I send my four severe judgments on Jerusalem, the sword and famine and wild beasts and pestilence to cut off man and beast from it. Yet behold, there shall be left in it a remnant who will be brought out, both sons and daughters. Surely they will come out to you 
and you will see their ways and their doings. Then you will be comforted concerning the disaster that I have brought upon Jerusalem, all that I have brought upon it. And they will comfort you when you see their ways and their doings, and you shall know that I have done nothing without cause that I have done it, says the Lord God. Amen. Yeah, I, I closed my Bible twice, and I open it up, and there's nothing here that would signify this. I have, I don't even recall ever reading this really <laughs> before, maybe years ago. Yeah. I know I've read it because I've got parts of this highlighted. Okay. So. Yeah, most of my under my highlighting is like before this section that you were reading, except for in verse 22. And I think for me, that's um, yeah. That's a big piece because this is a part where he's talking about the remnant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That And um, our friend, Dr. Bill Henderson, um, he yeah. wrote a couple books, you know, the last remnant, being being the remnant that God is raising up yes. a people that are set apart for God, right? Mm -hmm. Those who who value his word over being right, because you can be right in your own mind and still be wrong according, according to the, to word, the of word of God. Proverbs 14, 12 says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. <laughs> and now we're in Ezekiel. He is pouring out his wrath upon the nations that don't obey him. Yeah, their unfaithfulness. He their says that right there. By persistent unfaithfulness. And I think this is, this is a warning to the churches. Because, you know, if we look in Revelation... You know, he one of the one of the things that he says to one of the churches is that you forgot your first love. Yeah, and that's a scary place to be, is forgetting. You know, our first love is Jesus. Amen. He should be the first thing that we that we fall in love with. Mm -hmm. As as a new believer, that's like the first thing is the, the it's the goodness of God that brings about repentance, right? And it's the love of God that compels us, right? Mm -hmm. So. God's our first love, right? Amen. Well, I really, I that stuck out to me too is, you know, because in the first part, he's saying, even if Job and Daniel and Noah were there, they would only be saved by their righteousness and they wouldn't be able to save anybody else by whatever words they spoke and whomever tried to start to believe there at the end. I believe he is speaking to his body. He was speaking to Israel, his mm. children. He's still speaking to us today because we've been brought in by the blood of Christ. Amen. You know, and in that he is still speaking to us. Yeah. His word is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God is not unwavering, or I mean wavering. He's unwavering. <laughs> God is not wavering. Thank you. <laughs> But are we going to be the remnant that people will have the ability to turn to yeah. and to receive from? And that's the key element. Are we willing to be that remnant? Job, he went through horrible things. And when we look at the book of Daniel, we see his undying willingness to appease only God. Yeah. And when we look at Noah... Noah's the only one that God considered righteous. It says that only Noah and Daniel and Job, if they were the if they were there, only those three would be found sinless and righteous before God. Mm -hmm. What about Noah's family? 
Noah's family was saved through Noah's righteousness and yeah. his obedience to God. Here he's saying, uh-uh, ain't going to happen this time. You mean God's in, saying, in Ezekiel? Your family's not going to get oh. saved by your righteousness. Right, right. Your righteousness can't save your family. It can only save you, and that's only through the blood of Jesus Christ. Right. Right? And then he does say a remnant, though. <clears throat> a will we be the remnant? Yeah. Will we be the remnant? Are we willing to sacrifice our time, our lives, our finances, all for the kingdom of God? Right. So that takes me back mm. to um, what Jesus was saying. And actually, we talked about this earlier on our podcast, too, the follow. Yes. Um, yes. So in Luke 9.23, do you got it? I do. Go ahead and read that way. Then he said to them all. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? That's the part that really kind of got me was... What does it profit a man to gain the whole world? And we see that in today's society. These people are trying to gain the whole world. Right. You know, it's the look at me syndrome, but they're gaining honor and credit from man, the people around them. Right. And they're gaining all this financial gains, you know, these material, material gains. gains. What does it matter if in the end and is himself destroyed or lost? Right. You know, this isn't something we typically talk about. No, it isn't. But there's something that God's been really bringing to me a lot lately, mm. and that is that forever is real. Yeah. Forever is real. We seem to think sometimes, I think there's been like a cloud over what that really means. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we walk with Jesus and we say we have the promise of being with him forever, we get to go to heaven. It's like, okay, I'm going to be from here to there. And we think of that moment only. Well, forever is with him forever. That means there's more life yeah. than what we have here. And it doesn't matter if it's with him or if it's in hell. Yeah. It's forever. Yeah. And hell is not a party place. No, it's not. Hell is a place of weeping and gnashing of teeth that people aren't grasping. I don't think we realize the depth of forever yeah. in weeping and gnashing of teeth. You know, what does that really look like? I think that looks like How what can... we saw that one day on the street. I'm going to agree. That's what I heard that day. We got called down to a, uh, a local homeless shelter in Vancouver, Washington, because one of our friends that we had been ministering to at the park was just having a meltdown. Um, she lived in her van, her and her cat, and she was parked in a no parking zone, but she wasn't just parked. She was broke, broke down. down in a no parking zone in front of this um shelter shelter this this day warming shelter and the police came and towed her whole life away yeah but her reaction yeah it makes me want to cry now cuz she was sitting on the curb holding her cat and she said everything i have is gone my life is gone but it was 
the tone of her voice and the screaming and crying and just, and it's like, I heard God say the weeping and gnashing of teeth Mm -hmm. forever. So can you imagine being a soul lost in hell, weeping and gnashing forever? All you have is the pain that you were feeling. Think of some of the, the, I'm going to say this. Think of some of the worst times that you were crying and so depthly broken in your soul. And think about how that would be forever. Jesus says, follow me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Come to me mm-hmm. and I will give you life and life <clears throat> abundantly. That will be forever. I mean, that's quite a contrast. Jesus, you know, we, we've, we've heard a lot of people talk about this lately, is that Jesus spoke more about hell than anybody else. Mm-hmm. He spoke more about hell than he did about heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, we had that discussion right. in our, our, our small group. But when he did that, I believe he's doing that in reference to on earth. You know, as he taught his disciples to pray, right. your kingdom come and your will be done. Where? Yeah. In heaven? No, he says on earth, just as it is in heaven. In Proverbs, it says, son, if you will heed my words, you will have life. But we don't want to heed the words of God anymore. We want to be this this generation that just goes free and does whatever she wants to do. Well, because we think life is just but a moment. It is from here until we pass. And there's nothing else. I mean, there's a lot of that thinking. And there's a lot of thinking that's kind of twisted. So let's go to Matthew 8, 12. Okay. And this is what Jesus says. So we'll actually back it up. Yeah. It's about Jesus healing a centurion's servant. So um, Jesus heals the centurion's surgeon. He says, you know, he says, Surely I say to you, I've not found such great faith, not even in in Israel. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west, sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of Heaven. heaven. Now he's talking now about he's heaven. He's talking about heaven. But the sons of the kingdom. Who are the sons of the kingdom? Uh, it's all little letters. So, so the sons of the kingdom are the Israelites. Yeah. And those who believe in God. Mm-hmm. But he's saying the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So he says, here's this Gentile who's got amazing faith, faith enough to just say, Jesus, you say the word and I believe it's done. Right. And this is one of quite a few people that just came to Jesus and said, if you will just do this, I know that it will happen. If I can just touch the hem. We just read that this morning. If I can touch the hem. And then what happened? Her testimony spread throughout the countryside and people are like, if we can just touch the hem of Jesus. Right. So by faith, they're doing this. But Jesus says, those who say they're promised, who the promise has been given to, they're going to be the ones cast out. Mm -hmm. We see this in the parable of the wedding feast. We see this um, here in this section. And he says it over and over. Those who think they're getting in and are good to go are the ones that are going to be chucked out. Those who come to me on that day, on that day, and say, Lord, Lord, did we not in your name right. cast out demons? And did we not in your name you know, 
feed the poor. Mm-hmm. And he's and it's and Jesus says, "Away from me, you who practice lawlessness." Lawlessness. Lawlessness. What is lawlessness? It's everything contrary to the word. It's in it's in the word itself. Lawlessness. And here's the thing. It's not those who for lack of a better term accidentally sin and say, "Oh man, I screwed up again." No. It's for those who say, "You know what? I'm good. I can do what I want." I don't need to follow what he says. He just says I just need to love everybody. Yeah, I got issues with my brother because he's a jerk and he deserves to be slain. You know, he needs to go to jail. And get He needs to get set free. Jesus says, if you don't love your brother, how can you possibly love him? Right. We, as a body of Christ, need to realize that hell is real and death is sure. Sin's the cause. Christ is the cure. Amen. But like you were saying earlier, we need to grasp onto this idea, this this foundation idea, God is eternal. Yes. Hell is eternal. Where the fire is not quenched and the worm does not die. Right. And I shared when we were, um, I think we were at Jesus Fest in Salem. And I think I did it at Holiday Park too this last year. And it's a revelation that God gave me. There's a man who has a dream. And in this dream... He comes in and there's two fields. And in one field, he sees a bunch of people that are just laughing and singing and having a great time. There's such a joy on their face. And there's one person who's just radiating this love. And he goes, wow, that must be the Jesus I've heard about. And he looks into the other field and there's a bunch of people who are are laughing and partying and you could tell that there's some there's some tension and there's some anger and frustration and there's actually people fighting. And there's a man in this slick suit who's just got this darkness upon him. And he says, man, I wonder if that's the devil. So this man jumps up on the fence and walks out the fence and sits down and he turns to the side where Jesus is and all those people were and they're all gone. And he's like, well, that's kind of weird. And he hears a voice behind him that says... <laughs> you ready to go now? And he turns around and looks behind him and, sa- and sees the devil. And he says, hey, I didn't choose you. I says, I may not have chose him, but I definitely didn't choose you. And the devil says, son, you don't seem to understand something. I own the fence. You chose the fence. We can't sit on a fence and carry a cross at the same time. Right. So if you're feeling today like... There's, there's something in you that maybe you feel like you've been sitting on the fence or maybe you've, you've dropped your cross and maybe you just feel like you haven't been following Jesus as close as you wished. My brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, today is your day. Yes. Today is a day for you to have that chance to say, you know what, God, I want to live all in for you. I want to live my life sold out for you. I want to deny myself. I want to pick up my cross today and I want to follow you, Jesus, whatever that may look like. So if that's you, um, if that's you, I would ask that you would just pray along with us today and just say, Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you paid the price that I could never pay. 
so that my sins can be washed away from me in your perfect love. And I believe, God, that you, Jesus, rose from the dead on the third day so that I could rise up with you in a new life, in a resurrected life of holiness and righteousness. And God, I want to give my life to you. I believe, Jesus, that you are now seated at the right hand of God the Father in heaven, waiting for my return to you. God, I've been struggling in this life. And I realize today that I have not been living in such a manner that is honorable and worthy of your praise. And God, today I want to rectify this problem in my life. And I want to give my heart wholly to you. Guys, if if this is kind of the, the platform that you like to see, and not just listen to, please let us know in the comments below. Please give Mary tons of encouragement on how well she did. Um, <laughs> Cut that out. Okay. Um, please share and like and subscribe and all that good stuff. We love you guys. Would you pray us out, please? Yes. Father God, thank you so much for this time. I thank you for your word that goes forward and does what you have declared for it to do to pierce the hearts and set the captives free, Lord, that your word does not return to you void, that you are who you say you are and you do what you say you do. So we thank you, God, that we've had the ability and availability to come together and to just share with one another then share with whomever else you've brought to hear what you have to say today. God, we thank you. You are amazing. You are mighty and wonderful and true. There is no other God but you. We declare this in your mighty name, Jesus, and thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Word of Freedom Podcast. (laughs) Word of Freedom Podcast. (laughs) 